Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. BestPass provides back office automation software and tow management solutions for commercial fleets of all sizes. They save fleets time and money by consolidating payments and providing insight to better manage costs per vehicle. Founded in 2001 by Truckers for Truckers, BestPass is a trusted partner on the road and in the back office. And to learn more, call 888-410-9696 or visit www.bestpass.com. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance management solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting, retention, and compliance. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. This week, I'm thrilled to finally have on the show a great friend and experienced industry leader, the Executive Director of Safety and HR at Ari Garrison, Tracy Rushing. So glad to have you on the show, Tracy. Thank you, Jeremy. Well, now, full disclosure for those in the audience, Ari Garrison is also a Driver Reach customer. So in addition to talking about you, your career in trucking, what makes Ari Garrison a unique and attractive destination carrier, I also want to unpack some of the results you've seen from your partnership with Driver Reach. Uh, I hope that's not putting you on the spot. Sounds great to me. Yeah, all right. Now, lastly, I will want to make sure that we make some time for a question from a, a listener during our deeper dive segment. So let's go ahead and, uh, and, and dive in. Who is Tracy Rushing? Maybe you can share uh, with our listeners a bit more about you and, and your journey in the industry and how it led to your current role as uh, Executive Director of Safety and HR at RE Gears. Sure. So I've been trucking a day or two since 1996. Um, I was born and raised in the chicken capital of the world over in Forest, Mississippi. Um, we have a bunch of kill plants in that area. So um, went home, married the first boy I ever held hands with in kindergarten and started working in transportation. So we um, started in 96 at Central Industries in Forest, Mississippi, um, figuring daily timesheets for drivers and weighing trucks and moved into their HR department shortly thereafter. And um, moved over to the kill side, to the live haul division, learned more about driver recruiting, driver payroll, driver logs at the time, um, went from timesheets to logs, was a big learning experience for me way back in the day, and then was picked up by a reefer carrier there in Forest, Phoenix Transportation. Um, we were successful there, growing the fleet from about 80 trucks to, I think we had 208 trucks when they transitioned over to the cattle hauling side. And met our chief risk officer during that time when I was at Phoenix and have worked with him now for almost 20 years in the industry, moving from carrier to carrier with our risk team. So I've been at Garrison for almost a year and a half now, and it's the best trucking decision I've ever made. Well, that's encouraging to hear. You're, you're about to say the best decision you've ever made, but you had to, you had to preface it with trucking decision because, as you said, you, you married the first boy you ever held hands with. That's really cool. I did. That's an awesome story. And, uh, and Forest, Mississippi, Central Mississippi, 
didn't realize that was the chicken capital of the world. We have the broiler festival every year where you actually can be frowned the broiler king or queen. So rightly named. So now uh, Ari Garrison has been in business uh, since I think almost 1959, I think. So, uh, which is obviously an impressive legacy. What What do you think has been the the key to the company's longevity and and success in the trucking industry? I honestly believe it's that they understand legacy. They understand the driver's role um, in keeping America moving. They make every decision by putting their drivers first. Um, I know that, you know, that's kind of a coin phrase that we've heard again here lately, but it's the, it's the motto of Garrison and they truly do weigh every decision that they make on what impact it's going to have for their drivers and their drivers' families. And it always just makes good sense for the company as a whole when we make our decisions that way. Well, I do want to unpack that because I know that that's a core value uh, at RE Garrison. You know, perhaps you can share some examples of how that approach, you know, impacts the company's decision making and just an overall culture. So most recently, um, I think the biggest decision that was made based on the drivers and keeping the drivers first was our decision to change our ELD provider. To move a fleet of 800 plus trucks at the time. For an ELD provider was a massive undertaking for our, not only our drivers, but our support staff. And I really believe that if you talk to the support staff today, they would tell you when we started vetting new ELD providers, there were a lot of support marks kind of against the vendor that we chose as the best partner for us because of the driver's ease of use, the driver's ease of understanding, the way that a driver could navigate through that to transmit logs at the roadside, the ease of use that they had to complete their DVIRs. And so support really felt like they took a hit on that. But a year and a half later, it was the right decision for the whole company. And so that's that's a really great example of how making sure the decision made sense for the drivers first brought support alongside of the drivers in that. Well, I think you and I both come from the same mindset. Uh, you got to make it as easy as possible for the driver. You got to provide a really good experience for the driver. That's who you're, that's who you work for basically. Right. And so, yeah. um, a, as the executive director of safety and HR, what are some of the primary challenges you face in, in recruiting and retaining drivers and, and how does your team go about tackling those challenges? Cause this is not, while it is softer today than it has been, it's still not easy. I don't know that it's ever been easy. You, you're probably approaching almost 30 years, 27 or so years. I'm 20 years in the industry and only that the only time that it was, I would easy, still probably not the right word, but the easiest was when we had a global recession. It was really tough in 08 and 09. Other than that, it's still tough. So how are you, uh, you know, what are some of the challenges you're facing today from a recruiting and retention standpoint? And then how are you, how are you tackling those? So I think the biggest challenge that we face is keeping the drivers engaged. We are moving so quickly now. Um, luckily not so recently with regulatory changes, but keeping up on the tech side has been a huge challenge for us. I'm sure with, with all carriers this size to move that many bodies at one time to, to close those gaps really quickly, close the training gaps really quickly. And I think we really kind of took a hard look and a step back about this time last year and said, it's got to start on the support side. And we really have adopted this mentality and Kudos to the Garrison staff. They picked up on this. They owned it. But there really are only two positions in the trucking company. You either drive the truck or you support the person who drives the truck. 
And so being able to engage the support staff in that way, having them take responsibility and ownership, um, which has been a little easier for Garrison, I think, because we we are employee-owned and making those decisions from that side on the support side, having the support staff buy-in and really take ownership of it and be able to work with each driver on the technical issues one-on-one, side-by-side, um, understanding it from the cab, what makes sense for the driver first. That's a bit our biggest challenge is kind of shifting the support staff into come to the come alongside kind of coaching. Well, you mentioned that there are two positions in the company. I don't know that I've ever heard someone say that like that. I, I really like it. I wrote that down. You either drive for the company or you support the driver for the company. And I, and I love that. And I didn't realize that Ari Garrison was employee owned. And I, I've had a couple of conversations with some other guests who also are employee owned. And I, I do think if that is achievable, I think it, uh, and under the right circumstances, you've got the right people, they're vested, they're all rowing in the same direction, and there's some heightened accountability and, and return for those who are a part of it. So that's exciting, and, and it's encouraging to hear. It gives you something to wake up to. Yeah, just since 2019. Um, so our ESOP is pretty new, so it's really exciting still, and we're learning a lot. But having that kind of ownership mentality um, kind of take root and grow has been exciting for this last year. And the fact that it's employee-owned and so the drivers feel more rooted and grounded and invested with the support team has made a big difference for us. Well, and, and maybe that will play into some, this next question about uh, driver satisfaction and reducing turnover. You know, because in your experience, I'm just curious, what are some effective strategies? Let's maybe set the, the, the ESOP aside for a minute. Uh, what are some effective strategies for maintaining high driver satisfaction, reducing turnover in the industry? And then, and then add ESOP back into that probably is, has helped to some degree. Would you, would sure. you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. What are some other has. things that you've done and that you've kind of brought with you just from your experience? So the biggest thing that I think we've done for retention in the last year and a half is we've adopted the crown driver program, which is specific to Garrison. It's a two-year path to what we consider to be career success. Um, it moves our drivers from just an operator, and I, and I say just an operator carefully, it gives them an elevated level of responsibility within the company because once they've achieved that crown driver status, their truck's marked as a crown driver, their wearables are crown driver, but they're also our trainers. They are our driver council members. They are our truck driving champ championship participants, they're our, they're our legacy leaders. Those drivers jump out ahead and really come alongside the new operators that we bring on. And they, they self-coach, self-teach these newer drivers. And I think that has been a key to us from an engagement standpoint is not just having the coaching come from a non-driver. I don't drive a truck. I don't make widgets. I just support the people who drive the truck. So putting those people out front and letting them set the pace has has been key to elevating our employee engagement. And it's really exciting the support staff to see the drivers like just bloom and blossom in that. And um, they're really excited about their training program. And they've been very excited this last year about their driver council. Um, so we get many, many calls a day going, how many days do I have left? How many points do I have? Um, how close am I to get my invitation to the driver council? 
So that kind of giving them a pathway, not only to ownership through employee stock ownership, but to a true ownership mentality of this is going to pass or fail based on me. Every driver looking at it like that. And and then just, you know, how safe are we? Are we operating safely? The drivers take the responsibility for that. They see a driver and a customer not doing the safe, right thing. Then they jump out of that truck and and say, let me help you. Let me show you. We see them on the camp. Like, let me help you. Let me show you. Um, that was some of the funniest times we have in support is when you get a coachable event and it's the wrong driver in the camera. So then you're like, what's that? And he's like, I'm helping him out. I'm teaching him how to, you know, navigate the backing turn at this particular DC, you know, DC today. I, I, it was tr- tricky for me. I'm going to pass that all. So that's really exciting for us. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, that's a lot there. So engagement, empowerment, really, you're uh, providing an opportunity for them. They embrace it. Uh, and that's even, that's before they even have a stake in the company necessarily. So that's really cool. And, uh, and I, I hopefully for those who are listening, I think taking some good notes, because I think there's a lot of uh, useful information there and ways that they can create their own uh, ambassadors, if you will, uh, you know, of the company. Because to your point, it's so much easier for them to embrace feedback and learning and coaching and, um, and any sort of feedback from their own, you know, from drivers, people that they trust, they respect, they know that their uh, their their intentions are pure. You know, certainly they don't have the same intentions. You know, you're trying to you know fill seats and and keep them here. In that case, it's just they're they're one of their own. So I appreciate that. Now. I know that Ari Garrison believes it's it's the best trucking decision you'll ever make, and and you're you're backing that up. Could you share some success stories? Or do you have any testimonials from drivers or anything who've had positive experience, yeah, you know, working for you? Sure, I think our driver referral program speaks well to that. You know, that's that's the best recruiter that you ever will find in trucking is your current drivers, and they are going out and recruiting, you know, their brother truckers in the industry to come over to Garrison and and join our team. And I think that that just speaks volumes about Garrison and and the support staff, you know, our asset management team, they're always first to the door when the drivers come in. Our driver facilities, I believe, are make us a destination for for our drivers. And it, we hear them say, it's like coming home. And I think that's the legacy that we want to leave is that we're not just a workplace, but we are their home essentially away from home. When they come here, they feel welcome. Um, we know their names. Um, been a little more difficult as we've moved to the fleet model because as we grow, you know, it, it's a little tougher to call every driver by their by their first name, but that's that's kind of a KPI for us on the support team is, you know, you've got to have that relationship. Call them by their first name. Tell them you appreciate them. Every time you see them, trucks looking sharp. Drivers like to talk about clean trucks. Every time you see a truck looking sharp, just talking to the drivers about driver things, putting them, putting the driver first, right down to what are you going to talk about at lunch? Is the driver first in that conversation? It just makes all the difference in the world for us. Well, you had mentioned, uh, you, you called it crown driver, right? Uh, is that, that's the, the rebranding of the driver retention team, that, that whole program around that. Uh, so I'm curious if I, I'm certain based on just what we've talked about so far that 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 has improved, you know, just morale and, you know, satisfaction of the drivers and so on. Are you, um, how am I trying to ask this question? D- 
Do you, is that something was what, what was the inspiration behind that? I guess, is that something that you had seen elsewhere or was that something that was an epiphany? How did that come about? So it, it's a personal thing for me and my team. Um, we're, I've been in the industry for a while. And like I said, our risk team has been together for a while. And we've had this rare experience in this day and age of several of us on our team have sons who are Eagle Scouts. And so it's really kind of modeled after that, um, the order of the arrow. of Just you buy the time, you do your right thing. And then they have check marks that you go off through. And I thought, you know, that's wildly successful for our sons. How do, how do we replicate that in the workplace? And so it, it is time measured. It's a six-month block of time for every star that the driver earns. So it's not just we want you to wander off into this abyss of great dr- trucking and we'll notify you later. It's along the way, we're going to recognize you for the right things you're doing all along the way. Call you out. You know, we've got a great social media team at Garrison. Drivers love that. We have a driver's lounge. They post them on social media. We have a driver's store. They driver swag. So just say, out of boy, out of girl, you're doing the right thing. You're doing your whole job the whole time. We appreciate you. And then once they have marked that off for those 24 months, you know, they're already an employee owner by that point. So they've been with us for over a year. And it's really kind of just the beginning of moving from I'm an employee of Garrison to I'm a I'm a legacy leader at Garrison now. I'm I'm part of the team. I'm I'm helping make decisions. I've got an ownership mindset. And it's the same thing, you know, we see that in in the boys in the Boy Scouts. They march them right through all these time measurements and they give them accolades along the way. And then you're an Eagle Scout, but it's a huge commitment of time. And so that's kind of the qualifier for us is anybody can do it right for a minute. But can you replicate that minute over and over and over? And how do we support you in that? Because trucking, like, you know, we all know back in 2008, it was tough. And it's been tough in these few months coming really out of kind of the COVID conundrum as we call it. But, you know, coming out, of, it's been tough for these drivers to kind of navigate and not have those set expectations. Like, it's been hard for them to set expectations. So what are my revenue goals? Well, freight looked a little different lately. and. You know, what's my miles goals? That's looked a little different lately. So having the support staff ready to come alongside of them and say, for the next six months, let's set this as our goal. We're going to keep our seven, our seven kept promises indicators. We're going to do the safe thing, but let's, let's set this goal for six months. And then having a, a support person who's dedicated to that driver or that fleet of drivers, having that daily contact every single day. How was, how was your morning? How was your afternoon? And, and helping them through those spans of time. Well, that's a fantastic answer. And by the way, I know that we talked about this before. You and I have talked about this separately, that y- you made a comment once in a conversation that we had about Ari Garrison being a, a destination carrier, a destination employer. Um, I know you'd shared, you have a wait list of applicants just eager to work for you. Um, not a lot of people can, can say that. Now, again, I know it's softer today, but still, I'm having conversations with people all the time, and I'm not hearing that. That says a lot. What do you think uh, are the main reasons that that drivers are drawn to Ari Garrison? I assume they're hearing some of this. They're experiencing some of this out there. I believe that it's our our current drivers. It's those drivers who have already you know, made the commitment to be part of the Garrison legacy. They believe in, in the Garrison 
core values. They believe that we're building our legacy one drive at a time. That's the Garrison mission. They adopt that well. I think the support staff understands that our legacy as support staff is built one drive at a time. Every successful drive by a driver, that's a tribute to all of us. That's right up from the lady who sits at the window who helps you with your tablet when you come in, right? Your settlement person, your DM, your planner, your safety person. It's it's all of us. If they make each drive successful, we are all successful in that drive. So just adopting that, I think, has created this. I, I'm real proud of us, and I think that we're a destination employer. Um, I believe that Garrison is a destination employer. I believe that it is home for a driver. I think that our leadership team has made some really great decisions like the ESOP and like, you know, all, almost 15 years ago, a driver having access to a retirement plan was unheard of. You know, they've got, we have given them tools because of their success. We've been able to give them tools that move their families forward and move their position in society forward. And they understand that. And they sell that to the other truck drivers. And they, they're like, how do I get into Garrison? You know, if you're an owner-op, it's probably a little easier if you can bring your tractor with you. Otherwise, you're going to wait, you know, until you're qualified into a tractor that's available. So it's been really exciting these last few months. I think a lot of that's had to do with our partnership with Driver Reach. Uh, we have the right tool now for our recruiting team, and that has just made a lot of difference for us on the support side. Well, and that's that maybe leads to the question just about technology in general. I, I mean, uh, the reason for your success is because of you. Right, the tools that you use are just there to enable you to and, and enhance that experience and the engagement that you have with the driver. And certainly, that's the mindset that that driver reach comes to the to the party with. Right, it's just provide you with the tools. We're not gonna we're not gonna be the ones that are gonna you know put you in a position to have this long line of you know drivers waiting to work for you. That's what you do. That's your reputation. That's how you you know engage with drivers and build you know strong culture. But just Certainly, technology plays a significant role in the in the industry, and and more and more companies. And you've been an adopter of technology for a long time, but there are plenty out there. In fact, most out there have have yet to embrace technology. Could you share some insights into how Ari Garrison utilizes technology to enhance driver recruitment and and especially maintain cost efficient advertising? Because that's that's another thing. Because the more money that you can save. The more you're able to do and put that towards, you know, other effective, you know, measures, just like we talked about with the uh, with the Crown Driver program. So the the key to us at Garrison is when we sit down to look at a new piece of technology or a new vendor partner, we really are laborsome more so on who the vendor is, how they're going to integrate with the with the other partners that we've already put in place. Integration, I think, is huge now. Having our trainers be able to focus on one or two pieces of technology for our support staff versus six or seven pieces of technology to get to the same result is huge for us. Um, we we picked up something a, a couple of years ago on the ELT team where we heard about data silos, right? Like we're truckers. <laughs> we're not techies over here. But when you think about that data silos, so if you need to see expiration dates, you look in this in this at this vendor partner if you need to see past drives for a driver to help them with mileage or profitability you have to look here if you need to see a driver's experience because you know, 
we're very careful in how we coach our drivers. And do you have, have you been in the industry for 10 years or have you been in the industry for two years? Those are a place where we could look to driver reach to help us close that. And our driver reach, it's the applicant tracking system, right? Like that's the reason that we chose it. But it's a huge conduit for our communication in all of our support teams. Our driver managers reference it now. That's the, they go and say, how am I going to coach this driver? Oh, well, he's been in, you know, pulling a reefer for 12 years. I'm going to coach him a little different than I'm going to coach the guy who this is the first time he's ever pulled a reefer. And we've just, instead of you having to get up from your desk, go out to the recruiting office and say, can you look up this driver and tell me what their application says? It's, it's right there in front of them. They're tracking their expiration dates. They're tracking their past employment in there. Um, drivers are keeping us up to date on things like that because they love the messaging aspect of it. And sometimes uh, Tracy's computer is a little different. I don't have all the pop-up messages, but so they'll send me snippets of these messages where the drivers just, they learn that technology, they're comfortable with it, and they continue to communicate with us through that. So closing those communication gaps, um, breaking those data silos, sharing that information across all the support teams, from one or two vendor partners versus five or six. Um, it's helped us manage our spending for just training dollars and time. It's helped us um, with driver use, what they're familiar with. Lots of them, you know, they continue to use these avenues. So especially with the ELD partner, you're well integrated with our ELD partner and that makes it easy as we don't have to re-enter all the driver information into every single piece just the driver enters it when they apply and it just takes it where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Do, well, first of all, integrations are really important. It's better when you can, when you have best in class, you know, a number of different companies that are maybe really good at what they do that they can. Technology is, is at a place today where integrations should work almost seamlessly. Like it should be super simple for you. And that's an advantage that we have with some of the, the, the vendors that I know you work with that we partner with really well. Uh, that that certainly does make it a lot easier and you get all the benefits of them being really good at what they do. Uh, I do have one more question before we before we have to go. And that is, this is a deeper dive question. That's just a question from one of our listeners. And it's just, it's it, I don't know, if maybe it sounds like it could be out of frustration, but how can we get younger drivers interested in the industry? Uh, not sure what your qualifications are for answering that question, but I am curious, have you been here for a long time in the industry? What do you think we could do to get younger drivers uh, interested in truck? I strongly support those CDL programs, those entry-level driver training programs. We partner with a local community college here in our area. Um, we have our we have an apprenticeship program at Garrison that is not the same as the FMCSA's apprenticeship program because um, we've been a little reluctant with the lower age. Um, we we hope to come along, but right now we are sticking with our driver. Um, qualified driver age. So we, but we do have an apprenticeship program and being able to educate a new driver into the industry to say, this is a path, a career path for you. This is not job 101, job 102. This is a career path for you. And we want to invest in your education. Lifelong learning is a core value for Garrison. Um, showing them on the front end, these younger drivers really want the career. It's what we're hearing more and more now is, um, they're, they want to start somewhere and end somewhere, which I think is, it just lends itself well to Garrison because we do, we are an ESOP and we do have, you know, retirement options for our drivers from day one employment. So I think 
the the key with younger drivers is being able to expose them early to a career path and not just a job. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm grateful for our relationship and certainly appreciate your commitment and dedication to the industry. Thanks, Jeremy. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the Higher Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. And remember, you could submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.